Welcome to the Neuroscience for Sales Success Podcast, rewiring your brain in three, two, one. This show exists for one purpose and one purpose only, to create rapid business growth. These tactics can be applied to your career and bring instant transformation. It's brutally honest, refreshing, and proactive. It's gonna hit you where you live because it's applicable and relatable. It's unconventional and dependable. This is the show where you are developed as a leader. You are developed as a high achiever. You are developed in a way that gives you a full life, one of purpose, passion, power, and prosperity. And here is your host, Kalen Ellsbury. Hit record whenever you're ready. It's recording. Oh, well, even better. (laughs) (laughs) How do I pronounce your last name? Is it as easy as it sounds? Stedman. Okay. Yep, it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hey, Sharks, welcome back to the Neuroscience of Sales Success podcast. I am here with one of my all-time favorite people. We are recently new friends, uh, introduced by an amazing entrepreneur here in sunny San Diego. And I'm here with Carl Stedman. And Carl, go ahead, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit of background about what you do and why you do it. Okay. Well, first off, thank you for having me. Um, I run a company called Positive. So PSTV is what it looks like, but the name is Positive. And we are building a network for positive bias content. Why? Because most people are just bombarded by sensationalism and negativity um, from the media these days. So we are working to combat that because it changes your modality. That's the very crux of it. So yeah, that's me. Yes, yes. So one of the things that stood out to me when we first started having conversations was your entrepreneurial journey. Uh, I mean, you've, you've accomplished quite a bit, and we'll get into a little bit of the accomplishments in the time that we have. What I really want to focus on is right now we're in a series about what it takes to be a leader and what the mentality of a leader is, because we all know there's bosses and then there's leaders. You've had companies, you've scaled companies, you've had meteoric rises, you've had dare we say, a meteoric collapse at one point, and then you rebounded to a point of purpose. Can you elaborate a little bit on what you mean by modalities? Okay, so to me, modality is very simple. The conversation you have in your head on a daily basis, literally the one person that you're talking to the most yourself, Mm -hmm. really controls your perception of the outside world. You might not be able to control every situation you're in. In fact, you will not be able to do that. However, you can choose how you react. So if you change that, that, that internal monologue by monitoring the inputs that you receive and the self-talk that you go through, you'll start changing your perception of those situations and then ultimately come from a place of peace, happiness, and choice on how to respond to any situation. So modality to me, very simply, is just your self-talk. Yeah. And you have this fun, the, this fun catchphrase, if you will, like the modality is your reality. <laughs> yeah, I like that I mean, one. <laughs> I, I kind of, I think I actually use it on a show and didn't give you credit, by the way. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Use it completely. It's not the mine. dangers right of now. other creatives, right? We, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in shark school, we call it casing. I don't know. Have I, have I elaborated on casing? Um, not specifically, no. Okay, so that's our cheeky way of saying copy and steal everything. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so super mo- politically correct, but 
when you see somebody doing what you want to do, the fastest route to success is look at what they've done, strive for similar outcomes, and integrate as much of it without being shady that you can in your own business. And so that's where we get casing from. I, I got I got one for you. R and D, rip off and duplicate. <laughs> so we just the R part because uh, we just lost the entire audience. <laughs> if you're still listening, say hi. Uh, ignore this guy. I don't know where I found him. Um, <laughs> so tell me a little bit. You've worked with a lot of corporations, right? What's what's your typical corporations or your companies that you tend to work with? Um as far as this current company that I'm running right now or within my career, because that's a very broad, that's a very broad, uh, I've done everything from running a small hedge fund where I invested, um, high net worth individuals money increments over a hundred thousand dollars. And they basically gave me their money and left me alone (laughs) to, um, a student loan consolidation company, consulting company that we brought, uh, Fortune 500 policies and practices to small mom and pop shops Mm -hmm. um, to PSTV, which is a media network. Like I, I I don't really, I don't really confine myself to one specific industry simply because to me, businesses are all the same. Mm -hmm. Your product may be different, but the levers, um, the modality, the systems, the processes that you create to create those businesses are all almost identical. There's obviously various changes within a specific industry, but the overall model's the same. So once you break down that model, you get to the point where you can literally rip apart any business and secondarily, you can create any business by building the correct team. Yeah. And so let's say somebody is listening to the show and they're at that point where they really need that transformation. Okay. And the reason I asked you in general and the broad purpose of your career is because I know you've worked with a multitude of people, right? You've worked mm-hmm. with a multitude of businesses across several different industries, several different personality types. And we both know studying neurosciences extensively as we have, that the more we choose our thoughts, the more it actually rewires our brain. Can you give some insight as to your perspective of some of the traits that the most high achieving people you've been fortunate enough to met meet have all had in common some of the traits yeah um, first and, things. yeah first and foremost discipline and the ability to look constructively at yourself and change so discipline and adaptability i guess if i would put it in broad strokes um discipline first and foremost because building a business is a grind you have to wake up you have to every single day you have to go do things that you don't necessarily want to do but need to it's be done. so hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a day, day in, day out basis. And even if you don't feel good, even if you don't have the correct modality or the correct state in that, during that day, you need to go out and get things done. Um, one yeah. of my good friends, I'm completely blanking on who told me this, but if you look at how corporations are run, you don't have to be at the top of your game every single day to help improve that company. Why? Because there's so much momentum already going. It's self-sustaining. But when you start your own business, you are the momentum builder. So if you aren't bringing 100% every single day, you're essentially screwing yourself because yeah. there's not enough uh, uh, self, self-contained momentum to push the business forward. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So how can they jumpstart that? That's okay. If, <laughs> if, if we forget where we're going with things, I think the beauty is always in the rambles. 
um, or when we forget where we're going, because that tells us that like, number one, we may not have, have all the information we need at that moment to, to remember all the details. And number two, we hit something that is truly profound. And I think that's where you're at with the concept of the discipline and momentum. Give me a little bit of insight. Let's say I'm sitting here. Um, so we call it stuck states, right? And studying neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, it's stuck states. It's when you know you got to do something, you just can't get around to it. From everything you've studied, give me one tactical tip. And um, let's say I tell you, Carl, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. What do I do to get unstuck? Create a modality of being uncomfortable and embracing it. So get comfortable being uncomfortable because what you're just describing to me is a situation where you are not in the right state. You're, you're uncomfortable with how you are feeling emotionally and you don't feel like you have, have what it takes to get whatever it needs to be done, done. Yeah. But um, Dennis, uh, Dennis Gilmore, he's the CEO of First American Financial. Um, he told me this and it stuck with me for the last I don't know, 10, 15 years. I forgot when he told me, but it is literally get comfortable being uncomfortable. So in order to start that, that momentum turning, even if you're not starting the business today, go out every single day and put yourself in a situation where you are uncomfortable in just to do it. Like what making that does, eye contact with strangers as you walk yes, down the street. <laughs> yes. Like, like for me, that was, that was huge. Like I, I, was, I, was, I was afraid of doing that. I had no confidence when I first started out. So yeah. one of the things I deliberately did was make eye contact and not look away until they did. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's, it's, it was very uncomfortable the first few times or even the first yeah. few weeks. But once I got used to it, it's like, okay, this is no big deal. Now, I didn't walk around and mean mug people. I just look them in the eye and maybe politely nod or whatnot. But I would force myself to look at them in the eye until they looked away. And what that does was it starts rewiring your brain to have literally confidence or to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So now when I sit down with, say, a billionaire or someone who's sold their company for a few hundred million dollars or whatnot, we are on even playing fields when it comes to confidence, even though I, do, I have not had that outcome as of yet. Ooh. Does that make sense? I, I love it. I really do. Um, with the exception, because, you know, we got we to gotta always throw some exceptions. Um, if they're ridiculously good looking, I can't, I can't keep that eye contact. Man. I got to break it. <laughs> I mean, just mean mugging a very ridiculously good person, male or female, right? Like, whoa, some of my sisters are just beautiful. And then some of the fellas, like, I can't do that on the street. Um, so sorry, I'm not making eye contact with you. It's not personal. It's, uh, it's my own insecurity. Well, well there's, there's, there's another thing you can do is, is, is carry around a rubber band on your, on your wrist and it accomplishes the same thing. So when you start having those feelings of being uncomfortable or whatnot, you can gently snap it. And what it does is, is a physical reaction and you start triggering certain states and getting rid of the mindsets that created that uncomfortability. And mm -hmm. it's all it is, is just a trigger mechanism. So yeah. it's the same thing. It's just different contexts. We call it BACOG in, in NLP world, right? So whenever you want to get more of something and remind yourself of something, associate one of your senses with it. So what you're describing is our modality of physical touch being a dopamine or some type of um, neurotransmitter vibe that happens in addition to the internal state. Yes. Uh, so we, we can do like um, 
I just got this. It's so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm a nerd out for the ladies listening. The fellas, you know, <laughs> you can, you can hear this too, but um, I just got a B manifestation kit in the mail. Um, one of my really strong female powerhouse friends creates these manifestation kits and I'm more about like visions and goals. Manifestations are new for me, um, but it's a love manifestation kit for whether it's self-love or relationship love. And um, it has on it this rose quartz with these little lava rocks that you can put essential oils in. And the same logic on this is like, instead of the snapping the rubber band, any times that you want to trigger feelings of self-love or more love in your relationships, you can smell that oil and just get that quick, like little anchor and, and that yes. boost of this is what I'm doing to jump me out of one state to another. And I'm pairing it with senses. Yeah. So I, I hear you. I love it. I love it. So um, thank you. Thank you. That's so good. So we are going to wrap up. Can you tell them how they can get in touch with you? Um, if they want to learn more about what you do, positive TV, we need more of that in our lives. And there is no greater expert I personally know other than you to lead this change. Well, thank you. Um, you can find me at psTVtoday.com. That's where all of our shows are at. Or on Instagram is what I primarily deal with. I have Facebook, but it's maxed out on followers, so that doesn't really work. Oh, you fancy. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. um, Instagram is carl.stedman, K-A-R-L dot S-T-E-D-M-A-N. And then again, it's PSTV Today. Either one works. Um, and yeah, we have a bunch of podcasts. And um, by the way, we need to get your podcast on our network. Just throwing that out there. Oh, um, deal. And yeah, I'm not too hard to find. You might find some some bots or something from my old Instagram account if you search just my name. So yeah, don't don't talk to them. They're weird. Well, I will put all your they're weird for all the weird. Maybe maybe I need a bot right well, now. They're they're weird bots. Like it's all my picture, but with these all these random names and just like no followers. And it's so random. Like it, it, it was cloned. Like. 40, 60 times. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> I love it so much. And for the Christian audience, sorry about that. We still love you. Um, <laughs> I have, uh, I, I've got a really great church and uh, so cute. I went to, we were wrapping up and here we go again. This is why I love our friendship. Um, I have a couple of the girlfriends from my church community who started listening. And the first season, like every episode is an F-bomb. And yeah. I'm like, I should probably clean this up a little bit. And so then I cleaned it up and my last few interviews have all been like, they're just, they're just my personality. So sorry, my new friends at Awaken. I love you. Um, we're just keeping it so real, fresh perspective, brutally honest. Reach out to Carl for all things positive. We can get away with saying some bad things now and then just because we are so positive and it negates it somehow. That's how we're going to go with this. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, and I'm going to put your contact info on the show notes. So that okay. way people can reach out to you. Um, and then we are going to chat offline and set up our lunch. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. I had fun. Go team. Bye. Bye. Okay, dokie. So let that me. That was so much fun. I love you, man. Like, we are fun.